Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. Welcome back to Faked, everybody. This is the newest episode and quite a niche one again as well, just like our previous episode all about wine. This one is about uh, updating maybe some of those countertops in your future and how to not get steered in the wrong direction. So we're going to be talking about fake marble, marble being one of the most desirable countertops or wall coverings or anything else you can pretty much cover. Somebody has covered it with marble. So let's talk about what makes marble so dang expensive and valuable. Okay, obviously you've been to plenty of houses, museums, uh, hotels, resorts, whatever. Marble always seems to find its way on the um, just bathrooms, I guess, floors, whatever, you know. There's marble somewhere. Countertops, that's a really big one. Um, so we're going to talk about what makes it so valuable because it is beautiful, obviously, but there are beautiful things out there that aren't so expensive. But if you've look at, looked at uh, marble or Italian marble specifically or, you know, marble from just different regions, I think primarily it's Italian. Uh, well, I know when I was in Italy, we got to see the marble mountains like where they did the core i guess marble quarry uh where they would extract the core uh the marble yeah and this is the same area that like leonardo da vinci uh some of the sculptors of old they took it from that same quarry which is amazing to see i uh, love the history of that so when we're talking about that the process um the process of extraction is a really big part of it, okay? So it depends on a bunch of factors uh, like the quarrying process, uh, ease of availability, and production costs. So the process of extraction of marble is uh, highly cumbersome, both in terms of time and cost involved. The companies engaged in the process have to engage in tough procedures off quarrying to get the marble stones out. So that's a really big factor is preserving the extraction of these marbles. I mean, we've talked about uh, in previous episodes with uh, saffron. What makes saffron so expensive is the fact that the extraction process is so delicate and has to be handpicked, which uh, there's no commercially viable alternative to it. So that there, just with labor, um, you know, lower yields because of the fact that hands have to be involved, that's part of what makes it so expensive. So that is a huge part of marble. So the cost of making the marble in the usable form is very high. So we see this in diamonds. Diamonds, uh, as artificially uh, inflated as it may be, there is the process from raw diamond to cutting the diamond. So the production process involved requires very specialized machinery and equipment, okay? Marble is natural stone, which takes hundreds of years to replenish, okay? So due to this, there's a scarcity of the resource, which adds to the cost. And I think it's very locational, as we, we talked about earlier, where it can only be really found in some parts of the world. So marbles are 
obviously also high in demand these days with more and more luxurious hotels, resorts, uh, workplaces, things being built. So due to the excessive uh, demand and limited supply, the price of marble obviously is rising there as well. And you know the current ethos we currently live in. So that's a it's another factor to that. So if you are looking for it now, you're going to be paying probably a little bit of a markup uh, per usual. Okay, so the marble lasts very long as they are so hard. Okay, so owning, I guess, sorry, uh, owing to the extreme durability they provide, they are expensive just because of its longevity. You know, you're getting quality and you're going to have it for a while. It's not like, uh, you know, something that's going to like resin that's going to wear down. It's not going to, it's going to stay exactly the way it is for a while. You may have to get a polished ever so often, but it's going to stay marble. All right, so the natural pure marble, um, they're found in very rare locations. So in order to make them available across the globe, import duties have to be paid, which ultimately adds to the cost. So there's a lot of red tape with it, bureaucracy. There's all this weird stuff that's associated with marble that hikes up the price um, to kind of an astronomical level, which then puts it in that high, high luxury category. Okay. So harder stones require more effort in cutting and shaping. So the price of marble rises when it is a hard stone. So that's, that's kind of the biggest factor is the fact that it takes so long to extract from the ground. It needs to be transferred into, uh, or, or like machined into real, like marble that's usable and then needs to be machined again into specific blocks or flooring patterns or all the, these different things. So from raw state to lay state, it's a bit of a process. It's a trip there. All right, now that we've talked about real marble and uh, what makes it so valuable, let's talk about faux marble. So it's not really fake marble because they put out that it is um, it is fake or like it's just imitation. So then if you want the look of it without the longevity or the price tag, you're welcome to do so. Okay, so faux marbling is a special case of faux painting used to create the distinctive and varied, uh, varied patterns of different kinds of marble. So it is the most imitated stone by far and is quite easy to distinguish. Okay, with faux marble the buyer has the option to choose almost any pattern and color to achieve the look that they desire. That's clearly not available when you're looking at real marble. You're gonna get a little bit of a deviancy per lay. So with that, you get more of a formidable utility, like a kind of utilitarian um, perspective where it just looks pretty cognitive across, like it looks totally flush. So before discussing foam marble, it's crucial to highlight the differences between engineered and foam marble. So while both can be considered fake, as we just said, uh, they have contrast in significant ways. Engineered marble is a quartz that mimics its natural form with a mixture of crushed rocks, resins, and dyes. And that's something we're going to look at because a lot of people will try to push off that as real marble with the real marble price tag, but it does not have the longevity of real marble. Okay. So the ratio of the mixture that distinguishes engineered marble from uh, foam marble. Okay. So it's the ratio that matters. So engineered marble uses a lot, a large proportion of recycled natural stone that is crushed, heated, and then bonded with a very small amount of polymer, almost, uh, like minute amount of it. So foam marbles uses a very large amount of resin. Okay. Although both of these types of foam marble can be seen at the same time, it is worth noting the differences. So that's a big part is the fact that there's one that's resin. That's really not trying to imitate marble. It's just 
a suitable replacement for it. So that's a huge one um, when you talk about it. Uh, it also is allowed, I guess there's a way for you to create foam marble that's mixed in with other um, nat- not natural, but maybe like other colors, like black looking marble, gold inlay, all these different crazy things to build amazing looking things. And, uh, that's huge because you can't do that with marble. Marble's kind of, um, I guess for a lack of better term, set in stone, um, no pun intended, but that's a, that's a big part of it is you get to do some crazier stuff with it. And you know dang well you're not getting real marble and you're not really paying the price tag of it. So how do we tell if marble is fake or not? That's the big question. That's what we're always talking about. Okay. So step one is to find a spot on the surface that is inconspicuous, such as a corner or a place covered by an object. So put a few drops of vinegar on the marble and wait a moment. Real marble will show bubbles which is pretty cool. I think that's a really interesting way to do it. So if there's real bubbles coming out of it, when you put vinegar on it, it looks like that is real. Um, and I'm guessing it's due to the fact that it's very like porous, but extremely fine. Okay. So step two, in the same discrete spot, lightly scratch the surface with the nail. So looking through the magnifying glass, see how visible the scratches are. Fake marble will not scratch easily. So If you look at some of the old statues of old and you look at how uh, malleable um, it can be, I mean, if you see real marble statues and you see the veins popping out on somebody's, um, you know, physique, that's because it's extremely malleable and it can be extremely um, fragile with every single chip away. Okay, so step three is if you have access to the bottom of the surface, Look through the magnifying glass for little holes or dents. Fake marble will show little holes where pockets of air popped from the mixing of the plastic resin. So real marble will have a natural dent uh, from where it originally came from. So it seems like there's some really cool ways to do it. I think that's probably all you need is just like a couple ways to tell if it's fake. It doesn't need to be like... You know, the lists we usually provide because some of them aren't surefire, but a lot of these things can't be emulated. I mean, we gave three steps right there in order for you to determine whether marble is real or not. And I think that's pretty much all you need. So guys, that is actually it for this episode. I know it's a little bit, uh, you know, shorter than usual, but um, so be it. I mean, that that uh, it didn't really need to be any longer than that. And then we can get to our next episode, which may not be as niche as this one. So guys, remember with faked items, there are those who produce them, those who purchase them, and those that listen to this podcast. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.